I usually receive insults when I say this, but Felix, my boyfriend, is not a bad person. Or rather, he wasn't. He was always a cheerful person, willing to help anyone in need. But the cruelty of the world around him corrupted him, and in a matter of a few weeks, I saw the destruction of the person I love. It all started that day, the day he was going to fulfill his dream to meet Justin Bieber. He lived, consumed, and breathed Justin Bieber. His music got him through hard times, and since then, it's been a huge part of his life, to the point where our son, just a year old, is named Justin. That day, Justin Bieber was in our town. Felix did a lot of research to find him, all to get a picture with his idol. I still remember how he asked for that day off, and while I went to work, I could see him at our house with those characteristic bright eyes full of joy. Not only would Felix not get the photo, but his rejection would go viral. That night, he came home later than I did, crying. He locked himself in his room and refused to talk or even eat. Over the next few days, I tried to support him as much as I could, but it was no use. It was just me against the world. I found out from mutual friends that his co-workers saw the video where he was rejected, and instead of supporting him, they made fun of him. Justin Bieber fans were insulting him on the street because they thought it was all a plan to make their idol look bad. Non-fans saw him and laughed out loud, ridiculing him for his height as well. Little by little, Felix began to be alone. His closest friends supported him, but he thought they were making fun of him behind his back, so he stopped seeing them. To make matters worse, Felix began to resent our son because he reminded him of Justin Bieber, and that was more than he could tolerate. My God, can you shut that little animal up? Little animal? Look, you can be as angry as you want to be, but don't mess with our son. He's just a baby. He hasn't done anything to you. Oh, give him time, Katie. In a few years, he'll be taller than me and he'll make fun of me, too. He'll see his daddy on the internet and he'll die of embarrassment. I'm sure you already do, too, you little fucking bitch. What? Oh, don't play victim. All people are the same. Everyone makes fun of me behind my back. You're nice and kind to everyone, and for what? To be the little joke of everyone you meet. Enough! If you don't want to lose the only people who will always support you, you have to stop this right now. No, you won't give me a damn order. I always say, that's enough, and nobody pays attention to me. So why am I always the one who has to stop? What is your problem? Why did you grab that knife? Does it make you feel more manly? So I'm not man enough, huh? So you're making fun of me too! Drop the knife! Now! At that moment, Felix approached me with the knife, glaring at me furiously, gritting his teeth in helplessness. I was prepared to defend myself however I could, even if that meant I had to give up my life. 
Luckily, Felix took a deep breath and turned around. I was just going to cut me a damn apple. That night, Felix didn't sleep with me. Part of me was glad he didn't. We were both nervous. The days after that were pretty strange. Felix talked to me just fine, as if nothing had happened. But something about him was different. At times, I could feel him just staring at me, attentive to every move I made. I felt very uncomfortable, but when I asked him what was going on, he just laughed. Maybe I was a little paranoid. The Wednesday that passed was his day off, the day he was supposed to take care of little Justin. That day, Felix was particularly cheerful and told me to go to work as usual. I went with a smile, thinking that father and son were starting to get along again. But whether it was a mother's instinct or just a hunch, I felt something was wrong. After a few hours, my instinct won. I told my boss I was feeling sick and left several hours early. I went into the house and put my finger on the light switch. But before I turned it on, something caught my attention. The house was filled with a strong smell of gas. I decided not to flip the light switch and opened all the windows, letting the natural light illuminate my home. When my eyes cleared, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Justin was on the kitchen floor, crawling around. Next to him, all the stoves were on, filling the house with gas. Shocked, I looked at the light bulbs. They were broken. If I had come home from work later and turned on the light, the house would have burst into flames. I quickly grabbed Justin, worried he might suffocate, but he was fine. The gas had been turned on recently. I called Felix, not knowing what I was going to tell him, but to my surprise, the phone rang near me in the garage. After turning off the gas and leaving Justin in a safe place, I grabbed a knife and walked slowly toward where the noise was coming from, ready to defend myself from my son's father if necessary. With every step I took, I felt my heart pounding harder and harder. I got goosebumps, and in an impulse of courage, I took a small leap toward the entrance of the garage. It was empty, and the cell phone was on top of the table, ringing. I checked his cell phone to find some clue as to what was going on and found more than I wanted to. Felix had many messages from people telling him where Justin Bieber was staying. Looking at the online purchases he had made, there were enough guns and ammunition to wipe out a small army. Still in the garage, next to where I had found his cell phone, the home camera monitor showed a particular recording. For the last few nights, Felix would go from our bed to Justin's room and spend hours standing in front of him, knife in hand, doing nothing. At that moment, it became clear to me what was going on. Felix was going to kill me and my son in this house while he was initiating a shootout at the hotel where Justin Bieber was. Heartbroken but determined, I called the police and told them everything. That same day, they caught Felix and locked him up. I was aware that if he went to trial, it would be my testimony that would convict him, but it never came to that. A few days after he was arrested, he committed suicide inside the prison. 
The singer's lawyers paid me not to talk to anyone about what happened. They didn't want to know how easy it was to find the idol and try to kill him. I wanted to give my son a better life, so I accepted the money and watched as all of this just became an internet story. Felix was forgotten by the world. I know he was a good man, but society turned him into a monster. If you have a loved one who is being discriminated against or is going through a hard time, support them as much as you can. You have no idea how much you will miss them when they're gone.